welcome to episode 26 of the Life and Times of the Osborne Man. I'm your host, Holly Hazard. In this episode, we'll transcribe three letters to Sue from John. He has his usual complaints, loneliness and a lack of business. He still isn't aware he's in the middle of an economic depression. These letters seem now to have a rhythm, and sometimes it's hard to tell one from the other. However, there are always a few surprises. And now, here's John. Hotel Packard, Canton, Pennsylvania, John Capella, Proprietor, May 23rd, 1921, 9 p.m. My darling, decided to put in part of today in Tawanda, and so worked hard there until noon, and not a sign of any business. We had a nice shower yesterday afternoon, and again in the evening and the roads were fine today, no dust and no mud, in this town since arriving here at four o'clock, and have worked today in two other small towns, and I am completely skunked. We'll start out early in the morning for Troy, and don't know where I'll land tomorrow night. Things don't look bright in these parts, and I'm not going to spend too much time in towns that don't produce. Nothing new to write except the old story of my deep love for you. Have not seen and hope to get a letter from you at Tawanda today, but did not. I left forwarding address. Hope you are all well and happy. I am counting on Frank's making his examinations and tell him not to disappoint me. Love for all, Jack. Young Man's Christian Association, YMCA, Hotel, 201 State Street, Elmira, New York, May 25th, 1921. My dear Sue, when I dropped you a line this afternoon at Mansfield, I had no idea of writing you again today. I arrived here at 7 o'clock and found two letters from you one written Sunday, and the other written yesterday, and was glad to get them. There were two letters also from the company. The only letter I got from you at Mansfield was the one written last Thursday, in which you spoke of Vic going to Binghamton. How did he find things? You refer to my being out on expense for Saturday noon till Tuesday a.m. Last Saturday, I finished work at 8 at night. That is my drive back to town. I hope to be able to plan to get into some four corners where I can do some work Monday forenoon at least. Surprised at what you say about Linda. Glad Uncle Dope's folks called, and I'm glad they have such a nice baby. I shall not be staying here longer than noon, I hope. We'll have to hurry if I get to Wellsville for Sunday will not change my route for mail. You might send a letter to Hornell tomorrow night or Friday. I must go to bed. I'm going to have a bath tonight, and I've got to sew up a rip in the seat of my trousers. Your loving, John. I have never seen Mr. Bacon, and have never mentioned saxophone to him or written him. Cannot imagine what he left it for. Hotel Sherwood, Hornell, New York, E.M. Chase, Proprietor, 
May 27th, 1921. My darling, your letter of Wednesday was gladly received, and I hope to hear from you here at Hornell, as I expect to do Sunday here. We'll work two or three small towns near here tomorrow. I am lonesome tonight, and it will seem like a long time to Tuesday evening, as I realize it will be next to impossible to do anything Monday. But heaven knows I can't do less. Then I have done all this week. Business is simply rotten, and I'm worked hard. I drove down to Cameron today a distance of 45 miles, 23 each way, to see Crawford Brothers. I have never failed to sell them any year since I've been on the road, but not today. We'll be glad to get the duster. I expect to land in Wellsville about Thursday, so your Sunday letter and Monday letters can go there, Facet House. We'll work out of there for a day. Next... After that, I can go to Castile, and then we'll be working towards Syracuse. Never have had a poorer week than this one. Have not seen a copy of the Standard. I am thankful the farm is sold. Wish I could be at home with you and family over Sunday and Monday, but I can't. Sorry Mr. Auerlich is to go so soon. Love Unbounded, Jack. Woodhall, New York, May 27th, 1921. My darling, I got into this little burg last night and will leave this morning for Hornell, making a few little towns on the way. Business is perfectly rotten and no signs of any improvement. The farmers out here are all in the dumps, but what of it? We can find business somewhere sometime. I got your letter addressed to Elmira yesterday, and it did me good. Hope all are well. It will be a good day when I start for home. Do you think of meeting me in Syracuse? Love Unbounded, Jack. We'll probably be in Wellsville Tuesday and Wednesday. Hotel Sherwood, Hornell, New York, E.M. Chase, Proprietor, May 30th, 1921. My darling, this has been a lonesome day. Have thought of you all many times, and have wandered in memory to the decoration days when I was a small boy. They had a small parade here to cemetery this afternoon for services, then back to Methodist Church for more exercises. I took everything in as I had nothing better to do. Expect to start out of here early in the morning, and I will keep on the go. Love, unmeasured, John. John has a pattern of mentioning his loneliness in about every letter, but also he seems to buck himself up by proclaiming he's not disappointed. I'm not convinced. I was glad to learn that he doesn't regret selling the farm, unless that's bluster. I do think having less financial stress is likely a big relief. The voice of John, as always, was recorded by Mike Sternad. With this podcast, we end Season 1 of The Life and Times of the Osborne Man. We've witnessed this family growing up from 1905 to 1921. 
the family has moved at least four times from Earlville to Binghamton to those two disastrous years in Cooperstown and back to Earlville. The children have grown up with Marion, now done with her first year teaching in Millsville, New Jersey, a job she hates, and Betty finishing up her first year at Syracuse, which she seems to love. Frank and Louise are still in high school, at home in Earlville, with their mother, Sue. Next season, Marion will fall in love, as will Betty, but Betty's love won't last. Frank will be off to Dartmouth. John will continue his work on the road. I know success is on the way. I just don't know when and can't wait to open that next letter. We'll begin Season 2 in mid-May. Please sign up at theosbornman.com to be sure to get announcements on the podcast and to join along in reading a letter a day. This podcast is produced by Holly Hazard. Music is provided by Escalante Music from Pond 5. Thank you for listening. Thank you.